Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Christian Basil and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Beyond the Signs. God's amazing love is fulfilled through Jesus Christ, and there are divine signs pointing to Him all around us. This holy season of Advent and Epiphany will help us find hope in what God has promised for us behind the signs. In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A reading from Luke chapter 13 verses 20 through 28. When you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation has come near. Then those in Judea must flee to the mountains, and those inside the city must leave it and those out in the country must not enter it. For these are days of vengeance, as of fulfillment of all that is written. Woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing infants in those days. For there will be a great distress on the earth and wrath against this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be taken away as captives among all nations and Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among the nations, confused by the roaring of the seas and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man is coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Here ends the reading. Many years ago, I decided to get a real Christmas tree. It had been years since I had that wonderful smell and warmth of a real tree having had a fake one since college. So naturally, I took my time decorating it. I dutifully put the tree in the tree stand, covered it in far too many lights, and put all the best ornaments where I could see them. Everyone looking in through the window would have to settle for those ornaments that didn't quite make the cut. I was proud afterwards of what I had done, so I made it a true hallmark moment and made a cup of hot chocolate overflowing with mini marshmallows and sat down to admire my work. And then it happened. It started with a small creaking noise and I ignored it. Then I heard an ornament slide off its post and down into the branches making the lightest Christmas jingle noise that was almost endearing. I didn't think much of it, but I thought suddenly, is it? Is the tree leaning a little? Boy was it ever, and the tree slowly started to tip over and I jumped up from my seat and threw my arms out as if I was going to catch an eight-foot fir tree and found myself more smothered than anything as ornaments crashed onto the floor, breaking into a million pieces and a few stray plastic ones bouncing on the ground as if to mock me. It would have helped if the floor wasn't tile. 
This, for me, was a disaster of biblical proportions. Because there are few things in the world that I love more than a Christmas tree. If only I had known the signs for what was about to happen. If only I had known to take a little more time screwing in those four prongs that held the tree up. So not knowing exactly what to do in the moment, I unplugged the tree, left it on the floor, and ran to Lowe's, where I bought a metal chain, and I propped that tree up and chained it to the wall. That's one way to keep a tree up. Disasters like this come in all shapes and sizes. Some are more trivial, like a Christmas tree falling over. Some feel big because of the stage of life we're in. Think about how important getting a driver's license is to a teenager. If you fail, it seems like the end of the world, literally. And of course, disasters are real. Health situations, political actions, wars, hurricanes, earthquakes. It seems like, as a species, we spend most of our time coping with disasters of all sizes than anything else. And we long to understand the signs that point to these things beyond our control. If we knew why something was happening, or that it was about to happen, maybe we could be more prepared and at least get out of the way, or jump up in time to save a Christmas tree. So seeing signs is a way for us to gain a little security. And Jesus tells his disciples that there will be signs about his coming again to the world. Cosmic signs, ones so big that you couldn't possibly miss them. And it might be a little strange to hear this story during Advent. After all, the signs are supposed to point us towards the incarnation, Jesus' birth. But Pope Francis reminds us that we do not just live in anticipation of Christmas. We are also called to rekindle the anticipation of the glorious return of Christ. We don't just see the signs pointing to Christmas as the end, as the goal. But what the seasons of Advent and Christmas might point to themselves, something beyond the signs that we can see to a far greater event. No matter what disasters, big and small, trivial or life-changing, might befall our lives, we are pointed beyond those signs to the hope of our redemption and life with Christ. We are reminded in the text that there is something beyond everything that we can see and experience now, a hope that guides us through disaster and far past it. What does that hope look like for you in this season? How does the hope of redemption help you to look beyond the signs of disaster that might surround you today? Looking for what is beyond the signs might not always be the easiest, but it begins with hope in what comes next, even if that hope takes the form of a chain keeping a Christmas tree upright. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way of our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.